I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right. Joining me today, I have Brittany Lovato. She is a Cleveland High School graduate. She runs for Western New Mexico. She's a senior there. She currently has the fastest 3K, 5K, in and 6K in school history, um, having a wonderful career there at Western. So thank you for joining me. Thank you, Coach Seth, for having me. Absolutely. My first question is, how did you get into running? Um, well, it wasn't planned. I was originally a soccer player. Uh, I played soccer for at least eight years before uh, my parents, uh, who were actually uh, cross-country runners too in high school, and that's how they met, actually. My mom was a Valley High School uh, graduate here in Albuquerque, and my dad was a Cibola High School graduate, um, and they <laughs> met at a cross-country race, and that's how they got started, and then they had eventually four daughters. Um, but back to what I was saying, I was originally a soccer player, um, and then when I hit eighth grade, my dad actually made me quit soccer because uh, he knew I had the genetics. But I was furious at first. Uh, <laughs> I thought soccer was my dream. I thought I was going to go uh, professional, you know. Um, but when he made me quit, I joined the high school cross country team at Cleveland as an eighth grader. And right away, I was the fastest girl. And it was just it was so weird to me because I was an eighth grader, you know, and I was just running with all the high school athletes. Uh, so yeah, I, I was the fastest right away and I just started off from there. I, uh, got off, uh, by one place and all state, um, my eighth grade year. And, um, I just would always choke at state to be honest, but, uh, <laughs> eventually I found out I was a really good runner. So I just stuck with it. My dad made me a deal that if, uh, I didn't turn out to be good that I could go back to soccer, but. I didn't know that, you know, otherwise I would have intentionally sucked. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I stuck with it and I just ran for four, five years actually. Um, and eventually I got to run with my older sister, um, who was also on the cross country team with me. And then I also got to run with my younger sister named Faith. Um, and me and my older sister, Rebecca and Faith, uh, won state titles together. So that was really cool to me. And then once my older sister graduated and I was a senior in high school, me and Faith won another state title together. Um, so we're a family of runners and it's all thanks to my parents and their genetics and everything like that. So but it was, I wanted to be a soccer player. <laughs> I guess we'll never find out. Though. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I, I've talked to a lot of runners who came from soccer to running, but not a lot of them were parents just saying, nope, you're done. You're running. You're too. You're going to be too yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So did that happen with your older sister too? Then was she a soccer player? And then they were like, "Nope, you're going to run." Uh, well, my parents tricked her too, but she was not a soccer player. She just kind of. We're all basketball players too. So my older sister just played basketball, and she didn't want anything to do with running. But my dad's like, "You can just work out with the cross country team and like get yourself in shape for basketball." So she'd run around uh, the school and then eventually the cross country coaches saw her They're like, you should join. And eventually she was just trapped into it. But my dad had evil plans, which <laughs> made us succeed, but <laughs> it all worked out uh, in the end. <laughs> I, I like your dad already. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that's it's a hard balance. Um, my own daughter is is running now, but it it came to her eighth grade year, and APS doesn't you can't run for high school in eighth grade, but you, yeah. she had track at at her middle school, and I had told her like you you have to do something. You can't just <laughs> sit around. And so when she didn't make the basketball team, I'm like, well, there's still track, and uh, she's still doing it. So. That's good. Yeah, that's what my dad says. That we can't just sit around and be lazy. So that's why my younger sister now, her name's Gracie. Uh, she's actually running cross country now in high school at Rerunch High School, and she just committed to Western New Mexico, actually. So, um, Grace at Highlands, New Mexico, and then Gracie's going to be at Western. So we come from a family of runners. That's that's amazing. Did your parents run in college as well? Um, no, straight out of high school, my dad went to the Air Force. Um, they both got uh, scholarships to run in college, but they chose to pursue a different path. Um, but it all worked itself out in the end, and we're blessed to be where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I mean, to have three of you, you know, committed to to schools to run, um, uh, you'll be obviously uh, done with your collegiate eligibility when your younger sister gets there, but I'm sure it'll yeah. be awesome to have her there. Yes, exactly. And who knows, maybe you'll put in some extra miles with the team anyway. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> did your did your older sister run in college as well? No, she didn't. Um, out of high school, she went to UNM and she pursued a secondary education. So right now she's actually a teacher. Uh, she just graduated a couple years ago, um, but she chose to just be done with running. I think she just had enough of it. She didn't even want anything <laughs> to do with it in the first place, though. So. But... <laughs> She runs the best here and there. <laughs> I get that. She might come back around too. <laughs> yeah, eventually, maybe. <laughs> so I, I had seen, and we talked a little bit beforehand, your uh, major is education as well um, on the elementary side. What made you interested in that? Um, it's a couple of things. Maybe starting off first with my older sister, Rebecca. I just saw how dedicated she was to it. And then my mom is actually a teacher right now for elementary, and she just really inspired uh, me. She came from a broken family. She was actually adopted, and she came from Argentina. Um, so oh, just wow. seeing all of that in her um, background and how she's been able to change lives um, the way she hadn't had a good life herself, uh, it just really inspired me. And then growing up, I was bullied like most people, um, and I just saw how that affected me and how I never once told anybody about it. Um, so I just kind of held it in myself. So seeing that I wanted to be a teacher so I could maybe impact students that are like me and make a change for the better. That makes sense. That's a, it's a great reason to do it. <laughs> yeah. And plus I love kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's definitely fun. Um, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot more people, I think, leaving than coming in. But <laughs> yeah, that's be... what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's tough, but I mean, it, it it does take a certain person, and hearing your passion for it right now is is nice. I mean, it it that's helpful to have coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and who knows, hopefully one day maybe I'll be a coach. It's, I mean, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> have you um, have you started your student teaching yet? 
no, I'm actually going to be doing that next semester. So this upcoming in January, I'm excited for that. Um, I've heard it's a lot of work, but I don't know. I'm really excited and pumped for it, so I can't complain. It's it's really cool. Uh, depending on the teacher you get and how much like they let you get into the classroom and and take over things, it can be really awesome. Yeah, right now I'm actually at GW Stout Elementary School in Silver City, and I've been there, and it has like the most amazing principal and staff, um, and they've just been so welcoming to me, just observing and everything like that. And they've all supported me in my athletics as well. They're like, you didn't tell me you're a superstar, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, but I can't complain. It's a blessing, so. That's awesome. That's great. That's that's really, it's um. I've I've been able to talk a lot to a lot of teachers who are still in the profession and, and stuff on here, but being able to talk to someone who's like just about to enter is kind of cool. Like that again, just that passion is just something that's so needed, and the little kids especially really. I mean, they just I'm sure you've seen it. They just soak it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> so let's go back to the running. Um, what made you decide on Western in the first place? Uh, well, I had a lot of colleges reaching out to me. Um, I, it was blessing. I thank God for it. Um, but ultimately, it came down to uh, just most affordable. Um, so I had narrowed it down to Highlands, New Mexico and Western New Mexico. Um, but what struck me about Western New Mexico was that coach, Coach Campos, he was the first coach to reach out to me and it happened in such a neat way. Um, I'm Catholic. I'm very religious. And one day me and my parents were praying and we prayed that I would get scholarships and just get looked at. And right as we closed up our prayer, um, immediately coach Campos called. And I just thought I was like, wow, like that is so amazing, you know, and I thank God for it. And coach Campos has just been there from the start and then to the finish. He was the first coach to reach out to me. And I don't know, there's just something about Coach Campos. He's like a father figure away from home. He cares about his athletes a lot, um, as does Coach DeVries at Highlands. But I don't know, during the prayer, it just struck me as like, wow, that's what God wants for me. So that's what made me make the decision. It was a very hard decision, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I'm glad I chose Western. Yeah, well, I mean, they're both good schools. Um, obviously, you talked about you have your your one of your younger sisters just signed to attend Western next year, and uh, your other younger sister Faith is already running for Highlands, uh, and and so I'm sure that must have been hard for her too, going to a separate, a different school than than you were at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, when my little sister Gracie was trying to make her decision where to commit, she was trapped between me and Faith. Faith wanted her to go to Highlands, but I'm like, no, go to Western. Um, but I think I convinced her well enough, and that's why she chose Western. But both colleges are really good, and she can't complain. I mean, she's blessed to even have gotten a scholarship, just like all the athletes do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's um, I, I love that both both schools, both Western and, and Highlands, do so much recruiting within New Mexico and getting yes. New Mexico kids and trying to get that talent. So, um I don't think you can go much wrong with either one. So it just mm -hmm. if nothing else for those reasons. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if you were to choose a D1 school, that's also like what came to my mind too. A lot of people just think about the name like D1 or they never 
think uh, stop to think about D2 and what D2 has to offer. And I think that's what sways people in the wrong direction. Um, I chose D2 because it pays for my education. That's ultimately my future. Um, but it also gives me something that I love to do at the same time, pursuing an education, which is running. So um, people out there who go D1 and just think that D1 is everything, um, we just need to stop to think about what our education really means to us. Right. I, I agree with you. And I think... I think D1 programs are very much about um, producing and making sure that you're getting, you know, uh, the ta the getting the money out of the scholarship, I guess. And mm -hmm. it always felt with D2s that it's it's definitely about that. You're definitely trying to win. You're definitely trying to push, but it doesn't seem quite as intense. And there's a little bit more uh, help. I guess maybe might be the right word, at least just from my experience, mm -hmm. what I've kind of seen. Uh, I don't know if you've kind of yeah. felt that being at Western yourself. Yeah, definitely. Coach Compost has definitely shown me that he gives any student athlete an opportunity, whether it's like your first year running or like you've been in it for a while. Like he just cares about giving the student athlete an opportunity. And I think that's what a lot of coaches should be doing because um, it gives the student the chance to prove themselves. What has been the difference uh, from training out in Rio Rancho to training in Silver City? Uh, that's a big difference. <laughs> um, here in Rio Rancho, <laughs> um, stepping away from high school, uh, there's been a lot of changes. But my dad has actually uh, trained me and my sisters, and he has been the hardest coach I've ever had. Uh, like the workout <laughs> he makes us do is just, uh, it's terrifying. There's just... There was always times too, like when me and my sister, he'd put us on the treadmill and stuff, and me and her would try to like, like play with the wires to get the treadmill to stop. And like <laughs> looking back on it, like we were very, very bad. But like now seeing what he did for us, it it made me who I am today. Um, so I'm very blessed. I had a dad that knew what he was doing as well, even though I hated it at the time. Um, but stepping away to Silver City. I didn't have my dad, so I was able to just like, I don't know, just chill, <laughs> which wasn't always good. But um, yeah, I just it took more self-motivation um, and just making new friends and making people like my family. Um, but then also Silver City is like way small compared to Rio Rancho. Like we only have maybe five restaurants anyone knows about. And it's just a really, really small town. But I don't know. I really like it because the mountains is just literally in the backyard of Silver City, whereas like we're running around town over here in Rio Rancho. Um, and there's just times in Silver City where I just stop and I'm like, wow, like I'm just so blessed to even be here. Like like the scenery, I see deer every day, um, whereas in Rio Rancho, that's not possible. But I don't know. I just I love it. A lot of people don't like small town environments, but I'm I'm so blessed. Well, that's good. I, I'm glad that you're, you know, thriving in it because it can it can be a shock when you're coming, you know, from Albuquerque or Rio Rancho and you do go to, you know, one of those D2 schools because they tend to be in smaller towns. Not always, but, you know, I, you know, talking about Western, talking about Highlands, um, Eastern New Mexico is in, in Portales is small. Like it's, uh, you know, they're not they're not as big as 
you know, the bigger cities in, in New Mexico, yeah. and that can be yeah. your talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, has it been, or I guess what, uh, you, you had to learn how to kind of change your motivation because it was coming from you and, instead of your dad. What, I guess, was the biggest change in yourself that made you realize, like, I'm doing this for me? Um, it probably had to start my freshman year when I went into college. Um, I was just so excited because I came from a strict household. My dad cared about our education and our athletics and everything in between. Um, so I was never, never really able to, like, have my own freedom. So going into college as a freshman, I kind of explored too much. Um, and I wasn't really focusing <laughs> on my athletics or my academics as much as I probably should have or as much as I was, would be at home. Um, but I was still thriving in running. Um, but it came to a point at the end of that season where I'm just like, wow, like I know I'm capable of so much more, but I'm not doing it. And then my coach would tell me, Coach Compost would tell me, Brittany, like you're capable of running in the 17s or even lower. And I was just like, coach, you're crazy. Like I can't <laughs> imagine myself doing that, you know? But I've heard it every day from everybody. I heard it from my dad, like you should be doing better. and. Um, my freshman uh, year, I missed out on all conference, um, as well as my sophomore year. My sophomore year, I was sick, but I mean, no excuses, right? But um, <laughs> I missed out on it. And like seeing people get those, like those medals, I was just like, I know I should be up there. Like, I know I'm capable. Like, I have the genes. I, I'm blessed enough to do it, but I just need to put my mind to it. So my junior year, it finally clicked. I was like, I need to set everything aside. I need to focus on my academics and my athletics because that's what I came here to do. And I don't want to just regret it, you know. Um, in high school, I, I told you I missed out on uh, all state um, my eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, and eleventh grade year actually because I choked. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't until my senior year that I actually finally pieced everything together and actually got all state for the first time, even though I should have been doing it the whole entire time. But just feeling like that bittersweet moment, I just didn't want to carry all the negativity into college and lose out on those feelings either. Um, I, unfortunately, it took me two years to actually like click it, but I mean, I got it finally. But yeah, that's, that's where the realization came. And um, my boyfriend is actually on the cross country team too at Western New Mexico University. Um, his name is Michael. He's the top uh, runner there. Um, and he always would tell me too, like, what are you doing? Like, you could be so much faster. And I'd just be like, everyone's just crazy for telling me I could even run that fast. You know, like, I don't think I could. But yeah, it, just, <laughs> it, took, it took people, too many people telling me, Brittany, like, you need to snap out of it in order for me to believe in myself as well. And, and it's, uh, that can definitely be a hard thing to to put that faith in your, in yourself, especially like you said, for something that it wasn't what you were planning on doing, right? You were going to be a, a soccer star. So <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to have it in your head that, oh, I'm this good and I should be doing this. I mean, that can, that can definitely be, be difficult. Um, I had gone back and looked at, at some of your finishes as at state, you know, during high school and and was surprised to see your you know some of those state finishes because like i really thought she was a lot further up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> through most of the other meets but you know it is a different en environment 
you know, in that championship race, even even from district, it's just takes a little bit different mindset to mm -hmm. to hit that. Um, and so it, it seems like you've been able to you kind you kind of turn that around your senior year, and then had to kind of turn that around again these last couple of years. Um, you know, you you said it takes a lot of people to kind of it took a lot of people to kind of convince you. But what is what do you have to tell yourself to be ready for these big meets and big races now? Well, I just personally see it as like I'm not going to get these times back. Like I'm not going to get to be a freshman in college again. Like these are my last bits of years. Like looking back on it, I took for granted high school. Um, I just lived every day and like just didn't take it as a blessing. Um, so going into college, I was just kind of like free, freeing it, you know, just like talking to a lot of people, just not focusing on athletics at all. Um, but it just took me to understand how I felt in high school, like reflecting back on it, um, and realizing how bad I felt when I wouldn't have a good race. Um, and just realizing how good I felt when I did have a good race and how those moments really just like all the bad moments, all the training, all the tears, all the sweat and everything like that, it, it's worth something. Um, and it just took me my, the end of my sophomore year in college to just really reflect on it and just say like, wow, I only have a couple more years in college and then I'm going to be out there in the real world. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm no longer going to be a college athlete. I'm not going to get these years back, you know? Um, and I love running. Like it just, it gives me some sort of feeling as many runners probably know, like, you just feel on top of the world and every little stressful situation in life that life has to, that life handles uh, to you in every day, like when you run, it just all disappears. Um, so it just took me to understand that feeling of running again in order for me to be like, okay, I need to, I need to run. That's what I was born <laughs> to do. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> when, uh, I guess, did you finally realize that running was your thing? Like when, when did running become your thing and not just what your dad was having you do? Probably my senior year of high school. Um, I think uh, one of the main reasons to me missing all state was because I put so much pressure on myself the first couple of years. I was getting pressure from my coaches, from my family, just from a lot of people, because like everyone knew I was capable of more. Um, but I just kind of just let all of that drag me down. I let myself drag me down. Um, runners tend to have a high mentality of themselves and standards. Um, but ultimately, it just took me to understand like I'm capable of more. Um, and my senior year is when I reflected back. And I also said to myself, well, this is my last year of high school cross country. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go collegiate at the time. I didn't, you know, so yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta enjoy it. Um, so it probably took me my senior year when I got that medal at state, it was just so bittersweet. Like all the tears were so worth it. I want to stay title with space, my sister. Um, so I got my individual medal and I got a team medal and then I was like, okay, like this feeling is right. It feels right. Like this is what God made me to do. So that's when it finally clicked. And then I forgot about it a little my freshman and sophomore year, but <laughs> <laughs> now it's back. Like when I run fast, I just want to run faster, even though like the pain hurts. 
but when I have a good time, I'm just like, okay, well, I could still do better, but I still know like running's my thing, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that's, um, you know, again, coming your freshman year of college, when you have that freedom, it's easy to take that time and, and I, and it's, I mean, really kind of expected, you know, for it. And so, you know, you still ran well, and you, I think you were, I, I looked it up, I think you, you were still in the, t I think, top 120 at regionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sophomore, yeah, my sophomore year is when I actually broke the school record for the 6K the very first time. Um, but I never knew I was even close. I was never even aware of the school record time, to be honest. I was just running. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, though. I mean, I think sometimes that's that's better, like to not be aware because you're not focused on it or like putting it in this in this high, like, oh, that's the school record. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it can be a double edged sword of I want to go after that. And I don't know if I can go, you know, get it. Yeah, yeah. And now, like this past season, too, um, when I broke the school record my sophomore year, like I didn't know. Uh, I did it, but now, like, this year, I ran the same course where I broke my school record at in Riverside, um, and I was like, okay, if I was able to break it in that not-so-good-of-shape, even though I should have been better, then I should be able to, like, crush it now, you know, now that I am in good <laughs> of shape. So I ended up uh, breaking my own record by, I think, 40 seconds, so that was an also a bittersweet moment. That's That's awesome. <laughs> Are you excited do, do you is that something you look at and you're like i want to hold that for a while or i'm excited for the next person to come and break it I, I want my sister to break it like what goes do you even think about it i do um i think records are honestly set so people can break it um so like i honestly hope someone comes and i and breaks it um maybe it's like a native new mexican as well um but i think i set records for myself in the moment, it's like glorified, you know, but in down the road, when you're like 50 years old, like that record doesn't really mean anything. Records are meant to be broken. But I really hope my little sister, Gracie, does break my records and takes my name up off there, you know? I think that would be like really cool. But I mean, it's all up to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of records and sisters, you're other sister faith just got unm's uh not unm's new mexico <laughs> highlands and mhu's uh indoor mile record at a 514 who's faster now you or her um well i ran a 518 <laughs> in high school <laughs> um but uh i mean it depends. I think she's honestly a really good short distance runner uh whereas i really like the longer distance um, but we competed against each other at regionals this past cross country season with, which was also like really cool, you know, um, going from running in high school together to like running collegially against each other. Um, so I thought it was really cool. I actually beat her out in, at regionals by a minute, but I mean, no one's, <laughs> no one's counting, <laughs> but I think both of us have our strengths and weaknesses. So, um, I'm, I'm really glad for her and happy that she broke her school record over there and hopefully she can keep doing it. Yeah, I just I like to joke. I think it's fun. I think there's a lot of fun within, you know, sibling rivalries a little bit. Yeah. 
like you said, yeah. I think she does she does enjoy the the um more middle distance stuff and you've been mm -hmm. running and during track you run five Ks and ten Ks, I believe, right? Uh well I haven't run the ten K yet, but I really okay. want to. So hopefully this upcoming track season. Well, it'll be good. I, I'll have to check what the record is. <laughs> yeah, well, I did run a 10K uh, over Thanksgiving in the turkey trot um, over here in Rio Rancho. But I was planning on doing the 5K, but I was sleeping one night the day before the race. And then my sister, Gracie, came to wake me up. And then she's like, Brittany, can you do the 10K? Because me and Faith want to do the 5K and we really want to win. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay sure so they signed me up for the 10k and i got to run my first 10k i got first place but it was a struggle <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing they pushed you out of the 5k so that you would yep. beat them yep <laughs> <laughs> i the i did i did a turkey i did the turkey trot i went at balloon fiesta and uh it was cold when I first got there. <laughs> yeah. How was it out there in Rio really, Rancho? Really, really cold. I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't feel my legs. I was in shorts. Um, and then we ran up like the backside of Rio Rancho High School. So we were going up hills. And with the cold air in your lungs, it just, uh, honestly, it just felt like death. I, I envied my sisters for doing the 5K. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you excited for the track season? I am. I'm very excited. Um, I didn't really know if I was going to be able to do it with my student teaching because um, it's a lot of work to juggle. Um, but I think I could figure something out in order for me to actually compete. Um, so I just want to run faster than what I did last year. And I think that's just how my mentality is. I just want to be faster than the year prior to it um, and just enjoy my last track season ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to talk a little bit more about that, but since you kind of talked about the student teaching and stuff, how how easy or hard has it been to kind of manage being a collegiate athlete while doing your classes? You talked a little uh, bit about um, the beginning of that transition yeah, yeah. in freshman year, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, it's actually been a lot harder these past couple of years getting into my like major classes. Um, so it's been really tough. I honestly didn't think the education degree was going to be that tough. It's like so much of a workload. Um, but being at Western, I feel like they push you to your max. Like they expect so much out of you. So this last semester, I, I don't know how many breakdowns I went through, but I think it's been good because those breakdowns that I've had um, within my education, um, I'm able to just like let it go, go to practice, run it out, and then just go back to my work. Um, so I think if athletes look at it in that way, I think it's very beneficial for them. But if uh, we just let the workload of education or any major consume us, then it's like some people just curl up and just let it all go. Right. It, it's tough. Um, do, you, do your parents still run? Uh, no, my dad got on the treadmill today, actually. So maybe he's starting to get back into it. But um, no, they don't really run. Um, whenever my dad trains me and my sisters during the summer, he'll hop in the back of uh, the car or the Jeep. And he'll just drive the car behind <laughs> us and honk the horn when we're going too slow. 
I was just, I was curious because I wonder if you had seen them kind of managing the running with work or anything like that. Yeah, no, um, I've never. <laughs> <laughs> he just told you guys what to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, are you, you, you talked about getting faster. Does that mean like wanting to, to break your 3K and 5K records again? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I want it on the 3K again, uh, just because I feel like that's not my cup of tea. Um, but definitely breaking the 5K, my own 5K record again, I think would be good. But I honestly still think I am so much more capable of what I ran. Uh, I think I ran like a 1746 or something like that. Um, and I think I could keep going lower. So my goal is to actually dive into the 16s if possible. Um, but ultimately we'll see and then hopefully try out a 10k and we'll see how that goes yeah do you think you'll you might be better at the 10k or you just intrigued by the distance i'm kind of intrigued uh i don't know i just like the thought of just going longer it's just it's so amusing to me like one day i really hope that i could run a marathon or even like an ultra marathon you know like it's just so cool to run a long distance because people don't see that and I don't know it just it, it amused me I don't really care for short distance to be honest because it's nothing to brag about like I did two miles like yay <laughs> <laughs> well that's what I was I was gonna ask you as soon as you said that like I kind of did longer distance I was gonna ask you about marathons or ultras or anything <laughs> yeah I've never attempted um but it's definitely on my bucket list I think the longest I've ever gone um it's probably 17 miles but that's just because we were going too slow on one of the runs my dad was driving behind in the car and he told us to keep going so i don't <laughs> know what time i ran it in but <laughs> i completed it <laughs> how did your legs feel after that uh, honestly i think okay there's there's like a certain point where i hit like my second wind and i feel like i don't feel my legs anymore and it's just like i don't know it's just like a different feeling so <laughs> Well, maybe marathons would be great for you then. <laughs> maybe. I don't know if I could go very fast, but I could finish it. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait to see once you're managing running with teaching. and. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little tough. But you'll, you'll get it. There's plenty of people that do it. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a taste of it, you know, working with your student teaching and and working out, you know, for, for practices, it's definitely, yeah. it takes, uh, takes commitment for sure to both things and, and time mm -hmm. management, but I think you're going to do great at it. Thank you. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, are you in finals week now, or did you guys finish finals already? I'm actually done with finals, thank goodness. <laughs> Good, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you, what is your, this off season, I know you guys are kind of getting ready for track, but cross country season is done. What does that look like for you? Uh, honestly, it's very weird. Just like sitting down and just relaxing and not running. Um, I've actually started to run a little bit here and there um, these past couple of days. Um, and it's not a good feeling when you're, you know, you're out of shape and you're barely getting back into it. Um, but uh, ultimately I just, I stay here with my dad and I help clean up the house while all my sisters are at work or my mom's teaching and my sisters are at school. Uh, so right now it's just been me and my dad at home. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> we've been cleaning the house and just just hanging out and stuff. It's weird, but I mean, it's it's a nice feeling. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, definitely need that that downtime after you know full and long seasons and everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My dad told me to enjoy it though, because uh, in the next semester, I'll, real life is gonna strike me in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a lot. That's I will tell you that student teaching semester is. It's tough. It's I mean it's worth it, and it's there. I mean they want to make sure you're ready, but yeah, it's a. Mm. Uh, it can it can kick your butt a little bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're used to that with training, so. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, since you have, you know, when you're at Western and you've got kind of the mountains back there, do you try to hit some of the mountains when you come back to Rio Rancho, Albuquerque area, or do you try to keep it a little bit more flat? No, uh, I actually come from a family who loves the mountains, loves the outdoors. So that's another reason why I kind of chose Western. Um, the Gila is like the biggest one ever and like it seems like it's like never ending you know so um, over there there's like a catwalk we go fishing a lot um, there's just like so many different things so it's like a step away from Albuquerque mountains but like even when I come back like my family's all about the mountains so we're always up there whether it be like hunting or camping or just like cruising the mountains like we're always in the mountains that's good that's I, I love families that are active i try to get my family and kids out as much as we can but it's sometimes like uh tired just gonna say <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's that's fantastic um you know it seems obviously you talked a little bit about your your boyfriend being on the team and stuff is is the team there as close as like the high school teams get i'm assuming uh -huh. like um, I think it's a little different. Um, being in high school, I feel like a lot of people did different sports. Um, so we weren't maybe as tight net as we should have been. Um, but I still feel like in high school, we were definitely close. Like that team was really good. We won multiple state championships together. Um, trans transitioning to college, I feel like we're really close over there. Um, everyone just goes to practice. We encourage each other. But it's like stepping away from athletics. We all have different interests. Some of us have the same interests, um, like going fishing or things like that. Whereas like other people just prefer to stay inside and watch like movies. Um, so it's just, it's been different, but like we all respect each other and we all get along perfectly fine. We all build up the team and do what our job's supposed to do. So I think it's pretty, it's pretty good. Well, that's good. I think you can find your own niche within <laughs> everything like you talked about. So, and college is so much different because you're around so many other different people that you haven't known for you know all of high school and possibly middle school and whatever yeah i think you just got to find the right person that uh, has similar interests as you and i think that's why like my boyfriend caught my eye because he likes the mountains and he likes playing basketball like i did and he just likes doing active things and me and him were friends at first but after i saw like he had shared the same common interest as me i was like well, hey, maybe there's room for more. <laughs> <laughs> when you talked about basketball, and you did play basketball in high school too, and you're pretty good at that as Thank you. well. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to be a professional basketball player too, but I was up here thinking I was going to be a professional everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask, what made you uh, decide to pursue, 
you know, the running, obviously that's worked out really well. Uh, but were you thinking about pursuing basketball at college as well? Yes, it was actually my senior year. I think it was midway through the first semester. I told my dad that I wanted to be a basketball player in college. Um, so like I still ran cross country, but afterwards, after every practice, he'd take me to the gym and keep me there for like three hours, practicing my ball handling, um, practicing my shooting and everything like that. Um, and it just came to a point where like, I loved it so much. Don't get me wrong, but, um, there were just certain individuals at Cleveland that just took away from the fun of it. Um, so I actually ended up quitting my senior year. Um, and I, I regret quitting. Don't get me wrong. Like it took away from my enjoyment, but it's also like, I just had to think about my mental health and myself before anybody else. Cause winning's not everything, you know, um, as much as everyone would like to win, it's, it's all about having fun as well. And I just feel like I wasn't doing that my senior year. Um, but I did want to be a basketball player. My dad trained me to be until the day I quit. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll be a runner instead. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought about trying out for Western's basketball team. <laughs> I have. Uh, my dad told me to maybe try. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me to try. Uh, I actually play pickup games over there at Western, like, with my boyfriend because he also played he also played basketball in high school and there's just like a lot of people that go into the gym and play pickup games so I'll be the only girl over there playing with the guys and they're like wow you should try out for the basketball team and I'm over here thinking about it like okay maybe one day I'll get the guts to actually go but I think my time is up I think I missed it so <laughs> I'll just enjoy the pickup games instead <laughs> well like you talked about maybe I'll Maybe you won't be a cross country or track coach. Maybe you'll be a basketball coach and, and that'll be your way too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you know, going into your senior year in high school, you talked about like that mental change and realizing like, okay, I'm gonna, I gotta enjoy this and just, you know, get out there and do what I can do you kind of have that same feeling now um, coming into the track season? Like, okay, I'm just going to let it loose and just have fun and just see what I can do. Yeah. Um, at the end of cross country season, knowing I was going to go into my student teaching, I honestly didn't think I was going to get to run track. Like I told you before. Um, so I was, I was really distraught. Like I cried and I was just like, wow, like I just want one more race, you know? Um, so now figuring that I, I can probably balance my track season and student teaching, um, I'm going into the season like not so much like I'm going to put so much pressure on myself to do good, but more of like I'm going to take each day as a blessing that I'm here and it's my last track season. Like I'm not going to get it back. I'm not going to be a college athlete ever again. Um, I just got to enjoy it, enjoy the people around me um, and don't take anything for granted. I think that's a great way to look at it. It's It can be easy to be overwhelmed by everything, but to realize, like, this is it. Like, I'm, I might as well enjoy it and just, like you said, not take it for granted. I think that's that's such a healthy way to kind of think about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a little bit harder in practice sometimes to actually do, but it's a great way to, to put your yeah, mind no, around definitely. it. Yeah, yeah, and I did that um, at the beginning of cross season. I actually stayed in Silver to work a job over there, so I didn't get to come home for their summer um, where my dad would train me and prepare me for cross season. So I was over there doing it by myself. 
Um, and I just wanted to prove to him that like I was capable of training myself like the way he trains me, you know. Um, but stepping into my first race, I could tell like I was so much out, out of shape, like more than what I should have. Um, but then I continued and I kind of fell into the mentality like, oh, well, I can't get out of this rough patch. I just got to deal with it. But then it finally hit me. I think my third race, I'm just like, wait, this is my last cross season. Like, I'm not going to just do it like half the work ethic. Like, I know I'm capable of. Like, I'm going to go out there and actually try. So then something switched off on me. And that's when I started doing good. That's when I broke my school record. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to uh, get all conference, even though I probably should have been a higher uh, place at conference. But I can't complain. Like, I got my medal my last season. It's a blessing in disguise. Right. Well, and, and again, I I think what's pretty amazing, again, is you started off your freshman year at regionals, I think, finishing, like, like I said, like a top 120. And this year you were 46th, you know, so you made yeah. improvements. And, you know, I saw last year you got to make it to nationals with kind of the weird the weirdness that everything was last year. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So I'm sure that was a little yeah. disappointing. Yeah, and then this year too, uh, at Nationals, uh, I was just running. Um, I was just honestly just thinking about my sister, uh, Faith. I was just like, I just need to make the gap as big as possible, you know? Um, <laughs> I didn't really understand until like probably a little more than three quarters of the race uh, with it over that I was actually in a really, really good position. I was in top 25, like ready to make all American, but that course is just really tough. My legs started just burning. Like I didn't, oh, I couldn't feel my legs. That's like the only time I probably could have ever felt my legs. Oh. But coming into the final stretch, I saw the clock winding down and I looked at it and it was like at 21. And I was like, wait, like my school record, I could just break it here. But I sprinted, but my legs couldn't go anymore. And I think I missed about like four seconds. Um, uh, but I gave up probably the last um, half mile. Um, I didn't know what position I was in, but crossing the finish line, my coach was like, you might have made it to nationals. I was like, wait, what? So like looking back on it, I wish I could have done everything possible that I could have in that race um, to get one more race at nationals. But it's like, I can't complain. Like I got everything I wanted. I ended it on a good note. Um, which I didn't my freshman and sophomore year. So I don't know. It's just, it's so crazy to me. Like you don't know how good you're doing in a race until you actually come into the shoot. And I'm just like, well, if I would have known that at mile two, then maybe I would have gone faster. <laughs> right. Well, and, and some of these college races, it's so, everybody's so tightly packed. If you start kind of fading, I mean, you can lose 10 spots really quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and like you said it's hard because you have no like when you're in a big group of people it's hard to know you know where 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 you stand and i'm sure you, you couldn't even hear your coach yelling at you <laughs> yeah no i always space everything out but I, I i didn't even know this happened because my sister told me that i looked at her in the middle of the race and i guess we're on like opposite sides and i looked at her and she told me she gave me a thumbs up, like, keep going. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, you should be going faster if you have much energy. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Something always fun happens in the race, even if I don't see it. <laughs> right. 
Where where was that regional race at? Lubbock. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that course is really, really tough. Is it just a lot of like rolling hills or? Yeah. The first mile is uphill and then half, the next half mile of the two mile is uphill and then it goes downhill. But the thing that sucks about Lubbock is like the weather is like so unpredictable. It's like either like super, super, super windy or just like, okay, you know, um, and we got a little <laughs> bit of wind and it was really cold, but um fortunately i mean it was good this time um but i don't know that that course is just really tough in general what has been your favorite course in college to run at um probably oregon uh although i don't run as fast as i probably should at oregon i just think like the change of scenery is just so cool like we get to fly on the airplane and go to a different place um and then we got to go to Michael Johnson track, the one with the forest in the middle. Oh, um, really? So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just so cool, you know? Like, I, I've never, my freshman year, we got to do that too. But I don't know. That's, there's just something about that race that's just, like, mind-blowing. I do remember now, um, I think it was your Instagram or maybe it was the the team's Instagram page, like, showing being on the track with the forest around and stuff that does seem like a pretty cool experience yeah it really was but other than uh, Oregon maybe Riverside but that's just probably because it's a fast course and I broke the school record there <laughs> but honestly I love every course and everything's different I was gonna ask you I, I was I was wondering if that was gonna be the one you said <laughs> No, unfortunately, I don't look at times. I just look at yeah. the memories that were made. <laughs> and that's great. I mean, I think that's a great reason. Uh, <laughs> was it uh, obviously moving from a 5K to a 6K isn't that big of a difference. But did you did you feel that in like when you first started in the races? Like, could you feel that extra K or not so much? I mean, obviously, you were uh, training for it as well, but. Yeah, I don't think I did. Honestly, maybe it felt a tiny bit longer, but it didn't strike my body as anything different. And like my dad would make us train long, long distances. So I mean, even the 6k felt like a sprint to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so since you like the longer distances, would you prefer if the if the women ran 8k as well? Honestly, yes, I would love an AK, but I just feel like it'd be like more to my advantage because I love that long distance, you know, and once I hit my second win, I feel like there's nothing stopping me from going really fast. So, I mean, you could tell us the women to do a 10K and I'd be for it. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I, um, you know, it's it's been really cool to follow you you know, these last couple of years since I've started my Instagram page and, uh, you know, being able to see, you know, what you've done and everything. And you talked about that idea of, you know, you're not looking at the times, you're looking at the memories. What are you going to, I guess, remember most about your, your time at Western? Like, you still have another semester to go and and some big plans but like as of now like what what's going to really stick out to you um honestly everything um like the people uh just like the different personalities like at western there's like just so many people from different places um and everyone's just so different and getting to meet them is just like 
if I didn't go to that college, I wouldn't have made those friends, you know? Um, and like, even looking back on it, like, what if I did choose Highlands? Well, then I wouldn't have known Coach Campos. I wouldn't have met my boyfriend who's on the cross country team. I wouldn't have got to race against my sister. It's just, I don't know. It's just something so bittersweet and such a blessing, but I'm going to remember everything. Like I want to remember everything. I want to carry it in when I'm old and I want to tell my children and I want to tell everybody, but I don't know. I am so blessed to just be in the position I am right now. And I, I can't be any more grateful to God for being where I'm at. That's awesome. Are you planning on coming back to the Rio Rancho Albuquerque area to teach? Or are you looking to like go explore other places? Um, right now it's kind of up in the air, uh, depending on my boyfriend. Um, but he's actually, <laughs> he's actually pursuing a degree in physical therapy. Uh, he just graduated with his bachelor's in kinesiology. Um, so just, uh, it kind of just depends whether uh, he gets into a certain place or whether I have like a ring on my finger or something, you know? Um, but, <laughs> um, right now, I don't know. It's just kind of up in the air. I wouldn't mind coming back home and teaching over here, but honestly, I feel like anywhere needs teachers and teachers are really in demand right now so i'm up for wherever yeah you're pretty much anywhere you go you're gonna probably be able to find a job with the way things are right now so um that's awesome i'm just always curious about about that because some people are very much like okay like i want to go explore i want to get out of new mexico and some people are like why would i leave i love it here like it's got everything i want it's got green chili <laughs> Yeah, yes, definitely. I don't think I would want to leave New Mexico because of the green chili, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, this has been a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed talking with you, and I think that's a great place to kind of wrap up. Um, I'm excited to see what you do on the track, and... Um, I know you're going to balance the, the schoolwork and the student teaching with it, and you're going to be amazing. And so, um, you know, I just have one last question for you, and that is, when, what are you listening to to get you pumped, to get you out there for a long run or an interval, interval, <laughs> or an interval workout or get ready to go help out in the classroom? Uh, okay, well, this is probably a very weird answer, and I get it a lot. So <laughs> um, I usually start off like with warming up with my Christian music. Um, I love Christian music. But then when it's like 30 minutes um, prior to like the starting gun, I change it to Eminem. Um, but <laughs> it's just a very weird mix. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll throw in a little bit of country because I love country. <laughs> But honestly, I'm just all over the place. <laughs> I I, I kind of love the all over the place. I think a lot of people are, depending <laughs> on their mood and all that. But but that's a that's a pretty wide swing <laughs> within <laughs> getting ready for a race. <laughs> what uh, yeah, do you have a, a specific? <laughs> do you have a specific Eminem <laughs> song that's your go-to for pre-race or or an album, or are you just like mix? I love Not Afraid. That's a good one. It's a jam. It, it really switches over the volume from Christian music to like, <laughs> like so kill some people. <laughs> but that makes it like you got you, you can't get too hyped up in your 
in your warm up, right? You got to stay nice and yeah. calm. You can't you can't get going. You got to be ready for when the actual time comes. And so waiting until the right before the race for Eminem. I think that makes sense. That's a great plan. Yeah, the Christian music definitely makes me just like soak up the environment and it like makes me like become humble and then I'm just like, okay, well, I need to enjoy this. And then I'm like, okay, I think that's enough soaking in. Like, let's change the vibe now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, this this is really a lot of fun. I'm really excited for you, not just, you know, in the track season, but, you know, as a as a future educator coming in. And I can't wait to see when you jump into a marathon and, and see how that goes for you. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's great. So is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? Um, just very much like thank you for letting me have this opportunity uh, to talk with you. It was very nice meeting you uh, over this. Um, and just thank you for taking interest in my life. <laughs> I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime... Keep running, New Mexico.